Hi. Hello. Hello. How you doing? So good. See, it's weird if I don't say it now. Welcome back to the Wine About Birth podcast. We are three birth professionals. And best friends. And we're here to talk about what it's really like to live in the world of birth. It's not all glitter and rainbows. Or as we like to say, it's a lot more shit than giggles. I'm Kim Haynes, midwife with Linden Tree Midwifery. <laughs> I'm Meredith Rout, also midwife with Linden Tree Midwifery. And I'm Jess McKee. I'm a doula for clients in and out of the hospital and a birth assistant with Linden Tree Midwifery <laughs> that has its own freaking space yeah it does that's almost done and ready for birth that was a long uh, transition that's a strong almost ready is a strong phrase it is usable well, i said no. almost <laughs> it's it so if you if you say you live in a tent if yeah. you live in a tent my brother would walk in there and be like oh my god this is a mansion mm-hmm. i could live here forever as is mm-hmm. but if you are like most people and you don't live in a tent if you're ocd <laughs> and you're gonna see all of the non-painted putty holes from the trim you guys, then it might not be ready you guys are really downplaying how far we've come i know it is really because exciting. when i say i'm almost there you know it's i'm not quite there but i'm like on the precipice of being there on the precipice mm-hmm. we just have to so one of the clients was like oh my gosh who was i saying this to maybe you yesterday oh my gosh this must be so much fun oh yeah aren't you guys this. having so much fun and i was like no. you know what if the, it was fun at first and it's not that it's, it's been n- stressful from the beginning. Yes, though. it's it's stressful. At first, it was fun when we were like picking colors and stuff. But it's stressful because of the timeline responsibility. And it was stressful just to make the decision to do it. And yeah. then the timeline. Yes. And then Some, everything that's we been all happening. Have so much going on in our own personal lives right now. Yes, always. There's nothing new to that. That will always be the case. I know. It's just we I all think having a baby is a pretty drastic. That's one very. Yes. I don't think I'm just going to do that all the time. No, that. you shouldn't. I do not recommend I don't want to do that all the time. Also, we haven't, we still haven't done your postpartum visit, your final postpartum. I waited her already though. She's great. Just, oh my God, you along. still need a postpartum visit. Okay. Can we say hi to Dr. Emily? Sure. Yes, oh my gosh. I know nothing about her birth. I texted her. I texted you. I didn't get a response. I didn't Probably expect a response. Like in it then. I know. I, I did just see on Facebook that her baby turned a month old oh the other day. <laughs> Dr. Emily, reach out to us. I know. Yeah. We're Congratulations. Congrats. Yeah. Sorry. Let me make this about us. Congrats. That's amazing. Can't so wait to hear about it when you have the space to talk to us about it. I feel so out of the loop in recording this podcast because we have not done right, it no. very much since you've had the baby. I feel very and rusty. We also, the last several episodes were with Alice. So this is like our first time. We like didn't even interview Alice. No, we didn't. <laughs> Listen, that bitch left early she did not she was like boom she i'm was leaving gonna stay for a month and see what happened and her magical dream life opened up to her and of course we have to encourage her to fly away she like, has the beautiful dove that she is she has such a magical life i love it i love it so much i love the way she road trips right like most people are just gonna like be like oh if the drive to montana let me like hammer this out and she's like no i'm gonna stop goodbye and go to a spa on the and way to hot and like springs. stay at the cutest airbnbs you've ever seen in your life I had fun getting like that's the most time that I've gotten to spend with Alice and it wasn't like as much as as we had originally planned just because it was so freaking busy well, the whole time she, she was also here does not stay still well like no. she's like us like we've accepted in life that we don't do well being still in our minds so she just goes constantly so she just like was up 81 down 81 all over the place so like we really didn't get a lot like you guys didn't get much time with her at all no but i enjoyed what time she just makes me laugh yeah it's she's probably magic. annoying do you know when she just everything she says i laugh at she's probably yes. like could you just sh-? no <laughs> because she's laughing with you because she knows she's fucking hilarious i feel like we all do that to each other we all laugh That's at true. each other we just are just sometimes it's with bathing. each other sometimes it's at each we're other we're just like bathing in joy when we're with each other i was telling jess yesterday i just feel really grateful that we passed the friendship test of being able to live together live together yes like i feel like you just never know how it's gonna go and it was phenomenal and i know it's like unique that she was catering completely to terrence and mine's needs yeah it's It's one thing it was great for you (laughs) so i just went to new york last week and this was exactly a year ago that me and meredith went and did our trip where we we locked yourself out of your room we did yes where we locked ourselves out of our room the first night which was an adventure we did nnr together which was not an adventure complete with covid masks where I we pretended to fart into the oxygen tube and, and Karen, Strange, Karen was hilarious. Strange saw me do it. 
she has a very low bar for humor. <laughs> I thought she was hilarious. <laughs> we were laughing so hard at ourselves. And nobody else was laughing. No. It was a very serious they training. They took themselves very seriously. <laughs> And so when I went back to New York this time, I was like, you're like, wow, this is what New York is like. We just get to go have fun. <laughs> no, no, I was like, I was just thinking to myself, I was like, oh my gosh, a year ago at this time I was with Meredith in New York and I took her to see all the old places that I used to live. And we had so much fun in the city. We shut Remember down a bar. stuck us uh, in the corner of the gay bar because we weren't vaccinated. So they let right. us come in, but then they shoved us in a corner and wouldn't look at us. But they like really didn't want to let us come in. <laughs> but the drag queen loved you and yeah. sang so many songs to you. And I was like so excited for you, but I was also pouting because I love drag queens. Like, why yeah. can't you just love me That's right. Back? He sang, he sang a, she sang a divorce song for me. Uh-huh. What she is sang the, two songs for yeah, you. Yeah, she sang, but she sang a divorce song for me. So, yeah, I was feeling because I was thinking about how different our life is this year compared to what it was last year. I didn't know I was pregnant yet. Well, you weren't pregnant yet. That's true. Which is why we <laughs> shut the bar down. Thank God. Because I drank a lot that that's night. That's how you didn't know because it hadn't happened yet. Yeah. Yes. Very shortly after, though. It, uh, yeah, it was like the next month that you got pregnant. That video came across my feed not too long ago when you told us. It oh, just I love it. Makes me laugh because our reactions are so silly. Yeah. I know. Jess keeps looking at the camera like she got I was punked. like, what's happening? <laughs> are we still working? Is this real? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so our lives are a lot different this year, but I know that it's evolving. So yeah, we're a little bit rusty. And so today we're going to talk about. Um, some of the rituals we do like before births, when we're getting called to a births, while we're at births and we're just going to kind of, yeah, after births, what we do just is worried that she's not going to have anything to contribute to this episode, but I told her we're just going to do what we always do. We're going to bullshit this and it's going to be amazing. (laughs) In other news, I don't know if this is funny to say or not, but I was looking up the word chupacabra the other day. Okay. (laughs) Is there a story behind that? Yeah, someone called me a jubacabra. <laughs> Which is the best That's brilliant. thing I've ever heard I'm ever. I'm you didn't come up with that. That sounds like something you would say. And so my kids are like, what's a chupacabra? <laughs> At least they didn't ask what's a chupacabra. So, yeah. <laughs> so it's a Jew goat sucker. So that'll be the, the theme of that. So I was like, well, it's a mythological creature. And I looked it up and it actually literally means goat sucker. And I yes, was like, you didn't know that? No. And I was like, oh, my God, I can make so many jokes out of this. So many jokes. And my kids are like, we don't get it. And I'm like, like that's for the best. Yeah. <laughs> the jubercabra only sucks the goats that have four skins. <laughs> true story no the jubacabra no, it doesn't suck any story. goats at this point in time <laughs> no <laughs> so you can tell by the way we are spiraling completely that this is we are very rusty at this but kim before we get started on some of our rituals i want you to tell the story about when you went to the pet store today oh yeah that was yesterday wait yesterday. i forgot what i d- oh my god <laughs> when brock the tried to be spiders. helpful brock brock is he is uh, Meredith's least favorite child, but also he's super sensitive. So if you get upset with him or like at the box office the other night, he made me really angry and I popped him on the top of the head, like, bap, just like, and he, he just shut down and he was like, his eyes were like filled with tears and he was like, can you take me home? <laughs> like no oh my God. i just bopped you on the head i don't feel I bad for you i'm a horrible person i would like to clarify he's not my least favorite child he's just he's a challenging child he is challenging like i really appreciate oh, that he hung out with eliza the other day but i also didn't appreciate that he was like rubbing his poison ivy body all over her <laughs> and then <laughs> which he ivy. doesn't even know he's doing he's just trying no he to was love. laughing he was like i was like can you just be really careful you have poison ivy like don't touch your face and he go- i come back and he goes i touched your face ha 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 Oh, he's joking. Mm-mm. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, he's special. Yeah. So he, he, we were at the the pet shop. I don't remember what it's called. It's like the aqua. 
yeah i love that place or other. it's the one in winchester near the costco and they're just so nice like to the kids <laughs> it's also magical there if you've never been you get to talk you get to like talk with all the animals you get to pet all the animals and like they'll take them out of their c- cages for you to like oh, hold yeah. well evie's been saving like she wants to get a snake so i did ask actually if she could like handle the snake and apparently they don't really allow a whole lot of handling anymore because yeah. so many kids have dropped them i um, did drop that tarantula on your ta- on um brock's, uh, brock's head, head that once that's probably why he is the way he is <laughs> just saying but i was holding him up because he's eight feet he's eight years old but he's short so he wanted to see what was in the top cages so i was like had him up on my hip and we were walking and he <laughs> says oh here comes the spiders and i didn't even realize they were they were in those little hermit crab cages and i oh, was they like are. yeah all the yeah tarantulas. right and i was like okay that's fine they're they're i know they're like in containers so they're they can't get to me so i'm just gonna hustle by them and not even think about it but it was like on a turn so i start to go around the corner and as i'm making my left turn and by the spiders which are on the right he goes i got you mom and he takes his hand and he shoves it over my entire face to like block my view so i can't see and i was like ah! and then i like tripped because my my knee hit the other corner and then i almost <laughs> fell into the entire fucking wall of the spiders and i'm like i got him in my right hand and i'm like ah! and i'm kind of like <laughs> doing that the little hop shuffle thing and he's like don't worry mom i've got you and i'm like swatting at him with my left hand and i'm like no 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 no. he's, he's clawing like, at your face right. to like he's clawing you. Like, at my glasses are like all askew and i'm like let go let go so anyway i trip all the way by them i don't thank god bump into him because i literally would have died and he goes i love you mom i protected you i got you it's good it's good we didn't see any i was like oh my god i almost just died oh my god and then we saw the snakes instead oh my gosh (laughs) which snakes are so much fun too no i I actually i actually love snakes so much but that story reminded me um before we dive into our subject like a must of when we me and Kim went camping last weekend and we were sitting around the fire and I saw like a spider like crawling across her Which, shirt. The reason this story is funny is because we've known each other for literally a long, really long time. Almost we could say almost two decades. Yeah. And she used to go, ah, when she would see a spider. Like, oh <laughs> or don't move and I immediately would panic. So I kept like over the years being like, listen, if you see something, if you it's spider, just don't say anything just just take care of just it just kill it don't Cause, don't cause, say because i'm not anything. scared of them so anyway so she, the spider's just like crawling across her shirt and i see it and i'm like oh i gotta take care of that so i like get up from my chair and i like walk over to her which is weird in itself because i don't ever just walk over to kim and touch her and i like walk <laughs> over to her and i like i'm like she'll punch I, you in the i face. go and i grab the sweater off of her or the, the, spider. the spider off of her chest and i like throw it in the ground and uh I, and then i walk away and she but apparently while i was doing it <laughs> she was like <laughs> <laughs> like like panic humming like thought she was distracting but right. really was just drawing more like attention came, to what she was doing right but she moved really quickly at first so when she came at me i didn't have time to think i thought she was like going for something behind she me thought, like she, my she, thought she was going for right. a nip grab like, something <laughs> i don't know she grabbed my, my boobs all my, the time my beer's next to her chair right. you don't grab your boobs all the time she touches my i do boobs. touch her boobs yeah. a lot yeah I don't know if I've ever there's noticed one, There's that. apparently a picture of Facebook with her. Yeah. I'm like oh, smiling. I wasn't actually her, touching it, but it was like cupping it. Anyway, like Trying after she swipes it, she started humming like dramatically and then backed up. And I was like, oh my God, that was a spider, wasn't it? And she was like, I don't know. Well, until the weird humming started, I had no idea. You're you're almost there. Getting there. You've gotten really far in 20 years. I, you know what? I never. I hope that I never get to the point where I'm good at lying to you. Oh, I know. <laughs> Jess. Well, Jess, you don't lie. You just avoid. Lying is not in your but nature anyway. Your face. You could tell by my face that I'm avoiding, though. Like, uh-huh. what did you just say? Because your eyes were, like, not looking. You're just, like, uh-huh. looking up at the trees. Like, what? what? What did I? I don't. I didn't do anything. That wasn't me. I didn't, I didn't say anything. That was. At least you didn't, like, panic and start going. I mean, there's a spider on your <laughs> and then i moonwalk out of the room like nick from new girl i've been doing that so much recently <laughs> oh my god last night 
I was so like we I had a long day yesterday. Really long I, day. Yeah, somebody was at this dinner until like eight o'clock last night. Who was that? You were you texting us at eight p.m. last night? I was like, no, go it wasn't home. eight. Oh, oh it was go, around eight. Yeah, I guess I did go back there. It was because then I was like, <laughs> I forgot. I was like, I did that. I bet I was at Sorry, I was at space. I was at box office having a beer, <laughs> and confusing. you were texting me from the center, and I was like, I bet Ken's gonna go to the Legion, and then like. Three minutes later, a text comes through from Jeremy, and I was like, I bet you anything this is going to say, Kim's at the Legion now. (laughs) Well, I stopped because the kids and I did all of our stuff, because I just didn't know when this... We have one mom that's like 40-some weeks, and I was like, well, I'll just take them to go get their shoes and go shopping and do all this stuff after we had already been at the center and after I had already worked. So anyway, it was just a long day, and I was like, Evie, do you want to like lay in bed and snuggle and watch something? And she's like... Yeah. So we get in bed and I'm like, how about this? How about this? And after 15 minutes of like all these suggestions and I wanted to die, she goes, how about New Girl? And I was like, that's extremely inappropriate. Uh, I accept that offer. So we turn it on and it's like fine. It's like fine, 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 The whole thing's fine. fine. Everything's fine. And then Chuck walks in the door from work and the guy goes, I'm really sorry I'm so bad at doggy style. And he goes, Jesus Christ, this, what are you? I, I, I already believe, know what it is. What are you watching? This is a terrible thing for our daughter to be watching. And Evie's like, um, I don't even care what you say because I've seen every episode of Jess's house. So, <laughs> Shit. so just, yeah, <laughs> totally threw you under the bus. But also, yeah, that probably was inappropriate. It's cool. But it's then so but then I said that my kids have known what doggy style was ever since we released that video on the podcast Nathan. where where Nathan tricked my mom and was like, so it's kind of like doggy style and she didn't know what it was and the fact and so, that they go around makes it and so, so my kids started going around to people that like random people me like my grandma doesn't even know what doggy style is which <laughs> to me makes me feel like they actually don't even know what it is <laughs> probably <They might>. not <laughs> but they but evie goes to public school she's gotta know that's what doggy true. style she is knows. she knows she knows a lot compared so to what much. they talk about on the school bus. yeah my kids oh know my a God. lot of things a lot of things is there anything they walk around making sex noises based off of tiktok videos i know oh, yeah i know that's horrible so on that note it's time for us to dive in like a muff it feels weird to be saying that now that we're talking about our children i know yeah, like, i just refuse to say that terrible exposure i like it i like it is everyone's mic working everyone's mic is working we had some technical difficulties so this is the second time we've recorded Take this two. section of the podcast i'm shocked that we're committed enough i know <laughs> i'm really surprised we did not just walk away i'm glad it was the second that we did it again because the first time i told the cider the spider story i got scared again and i screamed <laughs> Well, then so we start talking about time. Then we start talking about snakes, and then I got really freaked out. So oh yeah, because the, the guy took out that seven yeah. foot long. Well, boa. Let's not let's, let's not, not go back. I don't want to talk about. We went down. Okay. To bring him went back down up. a rabbit hole. Okay. So yeah, so we wanted to talk about some of the. Don't get on that snake hole. Yeah, we wanted to talk about some of the um, things that we do, like before rituals. a birth, during a birth, and so Meredith's laundry list of rituals. She yes. does that now. Everyone will make fun of. No. Oh, yes. Only on the inside. So we were talking in your eyes, Kim. We were talking about before, like when we are getting text messages, like you might have to go to a birth tonight, but you might not have to go to a birth tonight. Like how that works. Like for me, because I know we all approach very differently, which I did not really. Yeah, because I definitely go through like a back and forth up and down of like, I'm getting a text message, but it could totally stop because that happens all the time. So do I just continue on with life as normal? Do I go to sleep? What do I do? And I like have this really big like internal battle with myself. And usually it depends on how much fun I'm having at the time mm-hmm. <laughs> For, to, to be like, all right, this is Am probably going to stop go having away. fun or no. <laughs> probably not. Probably not. <laughs> I'm the opposite. I yeah. just always assume I'm about to go to a birth. So I always just go to bed at like eight o'clock. Well, you're just always ready to shut down fun at any given moment. You're just like, <laughs> the true. fun is done. <laughs> fun That's, police. That woo, is what woo. you bring to the friendship. Kim. Just having fun. <laughs> shut it down right now. Unless I'm in hangout mode. Yes. But it's hard to be in hangout mode when I'm on call. But honestly, even when we are in hangout mode and we know I have to go to birth, we're just bitching. <laughs> That's true. Time. I will. I will still dance until 10 or 11. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's worth it. But I can always just go right back to sleep or fall asleep so it doesn't matter to me yeah and so we found out so like yeah that's another thing it's like when you get that text at night and you're like all right i'm gonna lay down in bed and you're like am i gonna get 15 minutes and they're gonna call me right back or am i gonna lay down get five hours me and kim can just be like conked out out. that going to sleep i cannot do that still i really thought when i started doing birth work that would take me a couple years and then i'd be able to do that and i still can't like 10 years later 
So I have just reframed it, I think, as like, oh, if I lay here for 15 minutes being horizontal, I'll be a better human. So even just laying there makes me feel so much better. So I will like I will snooze if I have the space for it. Like I will give myself that extra 15 minutes. Yeah. But I usually don't tell clients that because that stresses them out. But you even have to process your text messages. Let me lay here for 15 minutes and process that I might have to go to a birth. That's true. I, do. I sit there and I, <laughs> I and prefer I pout to a little bit. Honestly, I pout and then I work through it. Do you no. think that they'll be upset if I say that I laid here for 15 minutes? <laughs> or well, do you think I should tell them I did that? Well, considering or... that people have gotten upset when we tell them that we stopped a shower. Yeah. I've never, never had know. anyone get upset with me for that. I mean, granted, let me clarify. It has only happened when things are happening so fast. Yes. Well, I, you, I can tell if something's happening fast and then I obviously would never Sometimes shower. Sometimes you can, but then there's other times where I've showered because it's like, this is a first time mom. Oh, and her like contractions Meredith. are this I far did apart. That. Yeah. I did do that. I was like, she's would just not have made a out. difference. It's fine. It's Meredith. She's freaking out. She's just freaking I was out. freaking out. That's because the head was already coming out. I know. God damn it. (laughs) You're like, God, my urethral... I know that now. I did not know that then. My urethral sponge feels so hard. (laughs) (laughs) Almost like like a crowning cranium. (laughs) So weird. I was so in it at that point. It was like an acid trip. I don't know what I was feeling. So (laughs) I I don't take responsibility for my poor judgment. Everyone's going to think we were a bunch of druggies when we were kids. Anyway, so let's I was move not on when I was to our next ritual. So, but do you, so we were talking also about how it's so important to brush your teeth. Yes, I cannot shower, but I have to brush my teeth. Yeah, for everybody's sake, I do try to do a quick brushing, but I don't consider that like a ritual. Yeah, and I said, oh, it's such a it's, I do because I've been to burst where you're up for two days, so you get home and your teeth are all fuzzy. Yeah, so can you imagine doing that without brushing your teeth? Like, it's a, it would be like a swamp in there. It'd be so gnarly. It's a ritual for me in a different way because it's like when you're in that point of time when you're like tired and you're laying in bed. And you're like, am I really going to have to go? Am I really going to have to go? And when this, somebody sends the text, it's like, all right, we're ready for you to come. There's always like this reaction inside of me. Number one, it's like, God, I'm so tired. I want to go to sleep. And then the other one's like, all right, I'm going to birth. We're going to do this. And so it's that getting up and like brushing your Something teeth simple. that like switches your reality. Yeah. And then it's like, I brush my teeth, the walk out to on. the car. Usually, and, and we did talk about this, but usually when I walk out of my house in the middle of the night, as long as it's not winter... I'm like, oh, wow, it's really beautiful in the middle of the night. And I don't usually get to see this. Yeah. But I my brain clicks over from being home and at sleep to, OK, I'm going to work and who knows what's going to happen. But here we go. There is something about the combination of like walking out your front door and having like air hit you. There. Yes. Like, All right. This is legit. Oh, yeah. Like there's no going back now. Like I'm yeah, once you're driving. It's like, OK, yeah, I'm cool. Yeah, and, and we were talking about how we realized that we both always look for the moon and figure out where the moon's at in her cycle. I don't so much as do it like for the phases of the moon. I just naturally look to it just yeah. to see. <laughs> um, but I will, I do kind of like talk to the moon if it is even close to being full. Yeah. I'd be like, hey, girl. I'd be like, hey. Going, going to have a baby. Hey. Like, <laughs> if you got the energy for it, look out for us tonight. Yeah. Let's do this together. Yeah. Which I don't do that. But we talked about that when we did the birth together during the eclipse. Mm-hmm. Because you you so brought magic. out that you always talk to the moon. And I was like, I'll notice if the moon looks pretty. But I don't have like a ritual surrounding the moon yeah. for births at all. But mm-hmm. I put my like music on in my car. And I like psych myself up. Like, mm-hmm. I definitely have to have music. I might be home in four hours. I might be home in three days. Do you yeah. Nobody knows. Do you Nobody listen to music on the way to birth or do you listen to your folk music? What do you listen to? It depends on what my day was like. So if I had a day and the birth is doing something that's making me feel like anxious or like like I need to get there right now, I try to put on really calming music yeah. to like bring down my vibe before yeah. I walk in the door. But if it's a birth where I'm like, oh shit, I'm probably going to be here for three days. I try to put on upbeat music yeah. to be like, you got this. I do this. <laughs> you can do whatever you got to do. I you do the same do thing. I do consistently though turn it to a chill song right before I get there. Because I'm like pumped. I need to pump up, but then I need to like mellow the fuck out before I walk in their door. I just pump myself up so much. I made myself cough. Yeah. You're so pumped up right now. You're so pumped up. You're turning purple. I know. <laughs> 
Why um, is she turning purple? She's just really pumped. It's cool. Yeah. So then, so then, do you guys have any other rituals you do on the way to or prior yes, to a birth? I have one that I've done from the very beginning, and that is I do the closest thing to praying that I do, and I make sure there's the music is off, and then I can't close my eyes because then I would crash the car. That would yes, be terrible. That would be a, a but shame. I just kind of like give thanks for everything that I have on my way to every single birth, and I envision all my kids and my husband and like my friends, and I've done this. From as far as I can remember. You just do the same thing I do. You just do it differently. I, know. I do it before I leave my house and you do it in your car. I know. So fuck you, campaigns, for uh, your silent judgment. We don't do that. So wait, so so in our technical difficulty, we lost your other thing that you do as you walk out the door. Before I walk out the door, I turn around and look into my house and I say bye to Terrence and Penny. And like oftentimes I think of other things, too, that I'm thankful for. Yeah. And when I was pregnant, Eliza and I would always like check in with each other in the drive. I'm like, I've got my birth buddy with me. Like, (laughs) let's do this. So you do the same thing, you hypocrite. I do. I just was making fun of you. For saying bye to the old Meredith. Yeah, that's right. That we was leaving the door. I wasn't like, making fun oh, of you. We, well, for, like I said, though, I don't think I realized I do that. I don't think I realized that's what it was until I started thinking about it. Like I do. You just never know what you're walking into at a birth. So right. you come back three yes. days later completely wrecked. Yeah, <laughs> or you that's come back true. having an amazing experience and, that you're going to remember forever. And so we were joking around and we were like, Meredith says goodbye to herself. Like, goodbye to the goodbye. version of Meredith oh. that's walking out the door if right this very moment. If we end up making a documentary or a mockumentary about us, we could definitely <laughs> include that yes. that's why i was making fun of you but the other part that i do after i give thanks is that um like one of the things that i always try to remind myself is to not leave like fear and respect at home yeah and after doing birth for so long like i no longer get that like i'm never worried or i just feel so good on my way to births that i take a minute to be like you know I acknowledge that things could go wrong and yeah. I, I I'm essentially just praying for a healthy, safe oh. birth that mm-hmm. I know could be hard and that I my skills don't leave me and that I'm able to handle it essentially. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. I always want to acknowledge that because I feel like the longer we do this, people just tend to not acknowledge what could go wrong. And I think that's when we have our biggest mistakes and mm-hmm. you know, or you might let somebody with high blood pressure stay for way too long. Things like that. So I'm yeah. just asking for like grounding and guidance and to remember that it's my job to be you know what i mean yeah to hold space safely that's such a heavy drive to a birth yeah but it really takes a couple like <laughs> it only takes, it takes a few takes a minutes minute, or even seconds yeah. like it's like it's something you do regularly so yeah. and then i have to turn on either music depending on the mood or i'll listen to whatever podcast i'm listening about to murder. murder i don't know how or, you listen to murder on the way to birth that's awful that you're wrong about man those two oh, they're yeah. getting me alice too she's like i love it yeah. so yeah, I'll just to get my brain out of my head for a bit before I have to like fully focus. So then we get to the births and I was talking about how the energy for me, at least, always completely shifts. So it shifts when I walk out my door from like, all right, tired, going to bed to, okay, I'm in my car, I'm going to work. Who knows what's going to happen? Then you walk in the door and when you walk in the door and there's a mom that's really in it, the energy shifts again. You just go completely, or I do anyway, yeah. into work mode. Like, yes. all right, this is what yep. we do now. And, and it's like you enter another universe outside of our normal universe you're stepping through a door into birth universe yeah Yeah. that's what um when we were students together my friend katrina and i used to have to force each other to get out of bed but we would like promise you like as soon as you walk into the birth you're it's, fine you're fine yeah you're, you're in that mode you you're really in a just whole, leave everything yeah it's like door. a whole different world but to get there sometimes is just yeah. like a lot yeah the hard part i also feel like there was i don't know i feel like as we're doing this i'm like oh these are like things that you acknowledge that are like a shift in yourself as a provider like i remember like the first 30 minutes when you're there and you like like want to knock out the first set of vitals like want to get the birth right, trade right. done like that felt like a transition space and a ritual mm-hmm. but now i feel like i don't even do that anymore because you just want to vibe with whatever's going on in that or moment I, or i come and do it because I, I like to true, actually I now still, i just have just do it i like to magical. do it i like to do it when i walk in the door if the birth tray is not put together there's something to me about like let me put together the birth tray in. let me set up the space let me get the chucks pads out when when i'm the birth assistant yeah. when i'm the doula it's completely different well, see though i see i used to not like that though because i feel like i just would come in and be like and get shit done mode and it's like that might not be what they're in right now yeah. you might just need to like walk in and like you need to get it done within a, a reasonable time but like you don't, I don't know. Sometimes you just want to walk in and not have to do anything for a minute while you figure out what's going on. Yeah. I will get coffee right away if it's available. Yeah. If yeah. there's time. Um, I don't because I will poop. I, well, that's going to happen. <laughs> 
Oh, speaking of that, at uh, the birth, this little story that I'm going to tell in a bit, um, they had a fantastic espresso machine. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my God. You should post a photo of it. <laughs> and I, he made me coffee. He was like, do you want some coffee? I was like, I, of course I do. I'm addicted to coffee. So he gives it to me and I'm like, this, this coffee is so delicious. Like, it makes me But there's like, only a little bit. It's so good. No, it was like a normal cup of coffee. Oh, okay. But he made it for me. So when I, after the birth, it's beautiful. Everything's great. We go downstairs and Katie and I are like, let's try to make some more of that delicious coffee. So I kept hitting the button because only a little bit was coming out. And then I was like, oh, it's probably an espresso machine. Fuck it. I'll just do three espressos. I'll be fine. I didn't think you realized it was espresso at any point. I realized it was an espresso machine, but I thought I had just done three espressos. And then I was like, and then I added a little bit of cream and their little ton of sugar. No, just a little bit of their squirt mix. And I was like, close so squirt good. Mix. Squirt, squirt mix. mix. It was like vanilla shot of vanilla something. Whatever. <laughs> Sounds even worse. So I go and I'm like, I got to look this coffee machine up. And when I looked it up, I just lost it because every push of a button, it was like two streams. And I was like, how convenient. It feels so fast. But it really, it was two espressos with every time you hit the button. So I drank six espressos. And let me tell you what. Coffee doesn't usually affect me because of my attention issue, but I was fucking lit up. I talked to my mom 100 miles an hour on the way home, totally forgetting to pick my son up from work. I bet she was like, wow, this is like when Kim was in her cocaine I know. And then I get off the exit and I was like, oh my God, I forgot to get Oscar. So I got back on 81 and And then I crashed and fell asleep and slept for like nine hours. That's awesome. It was amazing. Can you also say how much the coffee machine cost on sale? Um, on sale, it was like seven something. Not on sale, almost nine hundred dollars. Good <laughs> lord! It was so delicious. <laughs> You're like hashtag worth it. And then the next day, I was like, God, I have a headache. And one of you, you or Katie, was like, Well, how many shots did you have of espresso yesterday? And I was yeah. like, Total or that one cup, like twelve. <laughs> you had a you had an espresso hangover. Yeah, an espresso hangover. Anyway, I so think co- I would die. So coffee is definitely a ritual yes so i have noticed when you when we get to a birth that a lot of times there's this in-between phase where Mm. like a mom will be having contractions and then it'll be really chill and she'll be closing her eyes in between contractions and so if i've been at the birth for a really long time then i'll close my eyes during that period of time but if i just got there I can't do that and I need to keep my brain active. So, Kim, you told me that you've just noticed that I like. So many times I've looked over at you and you're doing your word game. Yeah. It's not my word or my like my color filling game because it like totally relaxes my brain. I play it all the time where you have to color filling game. You have to like get the colors into the same tubes. So I'll like during contraction, I'll get up and I'll rub her back and then she lays her head down and closes her eyes and I'll be like. Bleep, bleep, <laughs> bleep, but it doesn't make any noise. And it just I makes what me clients laugh. think you're doing. You know, that's what I mean? when I always wonder, like, yeah, because the next day I'll be like, oh man, if I was in labor and I looked up and Jess was playing like Scrabble or whatever, I'd be so mad. But they're just like, oh my god, I never would have made it with, through without you. And I don't <laughs> think they realize you're doing it. Honestly. Playing your color tubey game in between. Yeah. <laughs> I usually do it when they're like closing their eyes in between because it yeah. keeps my brain active. Because otherwise, I'm just like sitting You'll there sleep. looking at people. Like, yeah. All right. <laughs> you have a crazy look on your for the face next right now. three you're or like four minutes. For the next three or four minutes, we're just gonna chill here. I'm well. just gonna play this tubey game. Yeah. I just close my eyes. <laughs> That's what I do too. Yeah. yeah. But That's what I do if I've been there a while, but I, f- I find that if I haven't been there a while and I desperately need sleep, that that just makes me more tired. The other thing you do, and I don't know how the fuck you do this, but it cracks me up every time. At Premiere, at, in the big suite, there's mm-hmm. a tiny little, tiny little alcove in the window and there's a chair in it. Oh, yeah. So Jess will rub a butt, rub a butt, rub a butt. And then as soon as the mom stops contracting she races over to the chair lays down pulls the blanket up and falls asleep (laughs) asleep. and i'm like how is she doing that and Uh then the mom goes and she takes that breath and just pops up there's a blanket runs to the bed rubs the butt as though she had never moved from her side and then she'll stop and then she'll go back over pull the blanket up fall asleep and i'm just watching this happen that's what i do when i'm really tired and and i'm like and that's if like if she's like kind of pushy but not and i can't leave the room i'll do like I'll sit on the birth ball and like leave my head on the bed. And yeah, like, but I have to stay closed. I can't walk away. I'm yeah. never coming back. Right. 
anyway i thought that was it's that is like your superpower you always find like a really cozy place to sleep no matter where you are and then sometimes when after the birth like we'll just be talking and then i'll just notice that jess is missing and i don't know how long she's been gone Uh for but she's like passed out at doula births i do that can't do that at uh birth assistant births yeah that's when i have to do more work to specify that (laughs) so i have usually um, if we're sleeping we're sleeping together at birth assistant births we are not doing that (laughs) i have um not a ritual but something that i used to do but i've gotten much better at not doing that is when the energy goes up, I start to pace around. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you do. Yeah, you do I'm do a that big a pacer, or I'll like readjust a set of gloves fourteen times. I think that's why we just we used to go do laundry a lot, because it kept us from like riding the energy. We just had to right. step away from it yeah. and like bring our energy level down and like process. Right, and then I learned to, um, I I do that if I am the assistant. I should I should specify. If like I have a student that's doing things or if I'm just like your assistant, I will pace yeah. and reorganize the birth tray and remake the bed and do all that. But mm-hmm. if I'm the midwife, I just kind of like totally get high on the Zeta waves. Yeah. You just sit theta now. Waves. Not Zeta, damn it. That's theta. like alpha, theta, beta, tie. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that is. I feel like now you just sit and hang out with the mom while you're waiting for the placenta, which you didn't used to do before. Yeah. So I've definitely like chilled out. I don't pace as much but it's really hard we're like struggling it's really hard not to pace when the mom's like pushing and i don't have anything to do yeah Yeah. so yeah that's definitely thing i don't know if that's a ritual it's just a habit i guess um and then you were saying yeah laundry especially if it was like a difficult birth right Mm -hmm. i used to leave the room immediately Mm -hmm. as soon as the mom was was stable and go do laundry but I don't feel like I need to process births like that anymore. So I don't. That's so funny that you guys use laundry to do that because that's never been my go to. I like laundry is the last thing on my mind. I've had to train myself to do the laundry. So the fact that you be like, I'm going to go to leave the room, honestly, and just be in a different space. And it's a thoughtless process. I can just like zone out and like scrub out a blood stain or something. Like I don't have to, like I don't want to read something or talk. I just want to like zone out. And yeah, I don't want to do nothing because yeah. there's a lot of cleanup sometimes. So. Yeah. Or even yeah. if you like go in the kitchen to make a meal, usually at some point someone's going to walk in there and start talking to you. Oh, just so like in the laundry, right you can just yeah. hide mm-hmm. for yeah. like a hot second. That's yeah. true. So yeah, ra- laundry was definitely a ritual of mine. Um, do you guys have any other postpartum rituals? So I don't have any for like during the actual like when we're there. But I think it's interesting how we handle differently when we get home from a birth. So when I get home from a birth, like if I've missed sleep or whatever, no matter what's going on, unless I have to be somewhere the next morning that I can't cancel, I always lay down and take like a three hour nap. Yeah, you nap so well. Yeah, I'm just like, I can't do that. I'll be awake in three hours. Kim no matter what, just like pushes through the entire day. Yeah, I just get right on it. I'll go home and I'll like clean and make dinner and do all the kids stuff and go crazy. And it, it starts to get on Chuck's nerves too because then I get like really tired. And if I've been up for like a day or two, I'll start to like... <laughs> like Usually you know, around like five o'clock is when I start oh, yeah. losing And it. you just get all manic and uh-huh. teary. And I can't do it. I have yeah. to take a nap. You know, Either I push through or honestly, like if we come home and it's still dark outside or even if like the sun is just about to come up, I will knock out and I will sleep for like eight hours. Yeah. It's so glorious. It's magic. That um, sleep when you've been up for so long, like the the way I feel, like you fall into this deep sleep that is like different from other sleeps. And sometimes I wake up dream, and like, yeah, and your body almost feels like it's buzzing when I lay in bed at uh-huh. night. It's like yeah. you lay down in bed and your body's just like, zzz, yeah, zzz, like zzz. must fall asleep and then you fall asleep and when you finally wake up you have no concept of like space and time you're just like what the hell just I happened i can't stand that buzzing though so i can't just go get in bed i have to like take a shower and then sometimes i'll have something to eat and then i'll like watch something for like even just half an hour because i have to come down for a while i can't yeah. just go get in bed i can't do even that. if I can it's do like that in the car in the morning my my afterbirth car ritual is oh, to yeah. just kind of like give thanks for how the birth went or if it was a bad birth like I'll go over like I'm just so grateful that it went this way or I just kind of think through it in my brain um even if it's just for a couple minutes I'm just like I'm really thankful that the birth went well and just you know I just like to feel a lot of thanks for everything that goes well all the time yeah something and I've, I've, oh, sorry go yeah you go on well I in the car on the way home from birth I've noticed that a lot of times the song that I listen to 
going to the birth ends up playing on my way oh, home because the bluetooth replays a lot of times it's on the radio oh interesting yeah that's it's so really strange. strange and so it's like a really fun way to reflect on whether it's been like a really long birth or really short birth so like i feel like it's just like a fun framework for if it's a long birth like wow i didn't hear i haven't heard that song for two days or if it's like a six hours later, i'm like yeah. oh, i just heard this song and when you're in a birth it's kind of like the person who's giving birth. You're in an alternate state of reality and time just like keeps on going. And then you come back into the real world when you get into your car. But those times, whether you've been gone four hours or two days, it does feel like a chunk out of the universe. And so you have to like reorient yourself to Mm -hmm. real life. It's kind of like when we go to naked spa and then suddenly we have to wear clothes. Yeah. Yeah. Or do CPR on people. Damn it. (laughs) do cpr people with clothes on yeah with clothes on. um damn it I if like i have to do cpr i should be naked i think we forgot one of yours i feel like you always see animals on the way to birth i do see a lot of animals i i don't know um the last birth i went to actually i had two little um deer run like yeah along my car i feel like at premiere you had those deer that deer family oh my god i'm gonna miss that deer family so we'll get much. a picture of them for you oh, but then even on home births i feel like you always like see a fox or something yeah else. i see a lot of animals um oh my god listen to what just happened the other day nothing to do with birth but it's like doing things naked yeah i i'm trying to like extra not those things trying to exercise again so i'm doing pretty good but i also do like the little squat jumps oh, oh so those are so hard and so, so glorious too. but right so i i went for a run and the kids were like talk talk talking so then i go to get in the shower and i was like oh i didn't do any squat drums jumps and i was oh, naked no, that's a terrible idea so i was like my like, labia and my boobs hurt just <laughs> thinking about that so i was like oh fuck it so i'm naked and i start doing my squat jumps and of course opens he does. the door and goes like halfway it's like he knows he senses know. it and he goes i'm going to the st- i'm going to the store and i was like oh he saw me through the crack and i was like i'm doing my squat jumps naked nothing weird is happening do you want to watch and he goes uh fuck yeah so he like comes around the corner and i do two and i felt so ridiculous (laughs) you are such a good wife to offer i'm like get the fuck out of my life so much was flying up that also then had to fly back down (laughs) Do you remember those like parachutes you used to play with in gym class? Yes. That, like you flip yes. it up into the You're air like, and then like get bring underneath. It yes, down. that's what was happening. <laughs> and he and I just can do squats and squat forever because my legs are so strong. So I'm like throwing myself up. So I get through two, and the look on his face is like, my life has never been more complete. I can't go to the. Store this is the now. best thing I've ever seen in my life. And I was like, oh my god, shut the door! I can't. I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> I'm so embarrassed that you think I was so So then he was like, no, I want to watch the rest. And I was like, no. So he shut the door and I started laughing so hard. I was like, I can't believe I just did naked squat chumps in front of somebody. On that note. Chuck specifically. (laughs) Last night I was at box office and... And you did naked jumps. You no. did how naked did, squat jumps at the box. Connect? No, but this reminded me. Um, so we were talking about pubic hair, and oh, so yeah. we were talking about someone who had like a reverse landing strip where like her entire pubic area was shaved, but she just had like bushes all like on the outside. <laughs> I don't. And then I feel like it's like chops. And then so so, but then <laughs> I started telling the story of your. When you got oh your Brazilian God, wax, yes. which is so, so, so Wait, funny. did you just play the video because it's the best video no. ever? I was like, you have to get her to tell you the story herself. It's it's freaking hysterical. It's the best thing that's ever happened. Who are you telling this story to? Uh, I was telling it to my friend Brian and my friend Rhonda. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> and then you came then. over today and you told us a story about pubic hair again. I also told the story about when I like shaved my pubic bone. And it looked like a and uh, But not my cat. labia. And I said it looked like my my vagina threw up a hairball. <laughs> but then you told they a story. They just never get old. You told a story today. When oh, yeah. I went. I don't know what. I don't know why this happened, but. <laughs> I was shaving and I was like, oh, I'll just, you know, do a little ladyscape, a little really quick. But, you know, I don't lock my door. Kids are in and out, whatever. So then like a whole day goes by and we had already had sex. And, and then I looked down and I was like, oh, my God, I only shaved one labia. <laughs> the other labia still looked like it had a huge beard on it. So 
and she was like, it wasn't even a wisp of a hair. <laughs> Not even a it wisp. It was a hair. lot of hair. It was a lot that's of hair. That's why I'm like, wow, it's like it's like the best of both worlds. What like, the hell was he thinking? He he's even, like, this is Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde. How I get can he both. not say something? Because <laughs> like, um, men don't even fucking notice. They don't. I, you, they don't. But Chuck would be like, oh, new look or like <laughs> what's what's this? Uh, what's what's this? What are you representing down here? Like what's what's face. <laughs> Oh, oh my god. god! I should have told him I tried that Brazilian place again. Yeah, <laughs> and only made it through one. You labia. know you were lying because there was in chunks of wax hanging out of your pubic hair. Oh my god! Oh where my. were we? I don't so, even know. On that note, it is time for us to go to break, and we actually have gone a lot over say, in our first I, half. Oh wait, I want to so, say my one last ritual is when I get okay. home, the kids get to guess if it was a boy or a girl. Oh, that's, oh, that's really cute. Yep. That's a really cute ritual. Okay, there now. You and can go so to we break. can go to break. When we come back, we're gonna have a short second half because we went over the first half. And we're just going to tell a couple birth stories or one birth story of the week. I don't know what we're doing. We'll see what happens we'll see. as we get it's there. Maybe right. I'll shave my other labia while we're on break. <laughs> Good I I time for that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get out my my be- my beard trimmers. <laughs> Terrence used my fucking pubic hair trimmer on his beard. I was like, ew. Why? Uh, there's nothing wrong with that. They love the smell of your pubic hair and their beard. Ugh. Let's go to break. It's too much. Cue the music. Oh, yeah. So today's sponsor for our episode is us. We started our Patreon recently, and there are special benefits that you can get just by being a patron of our podcast. So if you love our podcast and you would love to support us and putting out more great content, um, sign up for our Patreon. There's three different levels of support that you can give. Any little bit goes a long way in uh, helping us be able to continue making this podcast a reality. And for everyone who is supporting us already, um, we adore you. We thank you so much. Um, And we look forward to entertaining you guys for a long time to come. All right, let's go back to our episode. Welcome back from that delightful and short-lived break. So short. I just got yeah. some Lilu snuggles. Yeah. So we're like super rushing today and we had a technical difficulty that cut off 13 minutes of our time. So we had to make up for it. You know, there's some people out there that are like 13 minutes makes that big of your day. It does. But yeah, it does. every second of our lives seems to be planned out. And also days. 13 minutes when you just like came up with conversation off of like the top of your head and then you're like, what did you we talk about? This, well, all this is improvised. Yes. <laughs> we don't write this out and plan it every week. Someone we don't have writers. <laughs> someone texted me today because they're like, well, what are you doing? And I was like, well, I have to record my podcast at some point. And they're like, oh, what's the topic for today? And I was like, I don't know. I feel like people who listen to our podcast should like know that that's not a thing. Yeah. I was like, we figure it out as we're going. And okay. then after the episode's over, we're like, oh, what theme can we tie <laughs> into this to make an episode name? Kim was like, should we plan out all of the theme, like all the topics for the next while? I'm like, no, nah, girl, we can barely handle what's already on our plate. Like we yeah. are going to let that go hard. Yeah. But soon we need to do all the topics that we had discussed. Yes. There are a couple are I going really want to do. It's just, yeah. We're still finished painting. Yeah. We're just still so super deep in it. Um, like a cigar. Which <laughs> that might have been part of what like we cut Bill out. Clinton's cigar. That might have been part of what we cut out. It doesn't matter. Just let it stay just there. Let it, just let it, it doesn't ride. matter. People will know what that means. Yeah. I do um, not. I do not know. So let's talk a little bit about, about birth, story? birth stories. So I'm going to say I've done maybe one birth since Meredith's. I've had the entire month of May off. I've done no birth since Meredith's. You've done no birth since your own. This has been like a weird time when we, ha- me and Meredith, have done zero births, but yet we've still been so oddly busy. I think I've done staring at my child. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Staring into her eyes. Um, I think I've done four. But you've been like crazy busy with appointments and the yeah. center. And yeah. like you've been Get running around crazy. everywhere every day all the time. I was already crazy. So it's okay. Yes, you were. So I love you. I yes. feel like if this wasn't happening, you would just find something else to put it into. Oh, I would find. I exactly. would be working on my like my next course that I told Augustine. I was like, Lizette, we're going to postpone some of this. Good for I you. Could, yeah. I didn't know you did that. I did, but well, be, she had some great ideas to add in, so it's just going to take more time. So let's talk about a couple of the births that Kim did. Well, I can just tell the one, like just some of, it was really neat because um, a few months ago, someone reached out for care and we were full. She yeah. actually told me at her postpartum that she had called and talked to you 
and you had told her we were full. So then she asked one of our friends or one like past client, like, do you know a midwife? And she said, let me ask my midwife. And I was like, for you. I said, for you, for you. Sorry. (laughs) So I was like, yeah, I'll I'll pretty much do anything for her. So um, she said, well, it's kind of strange because I have never gone into labor on my own. Um, And this was their sixth baby. And I was like, oh, you've been induced all this time. Like, she's like, no, 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 no. I don't make it to my due date by 20 or by 38 weeks. I'm like nine centimeters. And so they just break my water and I have a baby. And I was like what i know of course when you tell me this i'm like because mm-hmm. that goes against right. like almost like everything that we right would usually do yeah and so i will say like i have i have countless times met a mom for labor stim like they're 42 weeks we meet they do their stim i break their water and we have a baby but i've never just like done this for someone scheduled it right yeah because like, we don't do scheduled inductions that's take not a day. Our i mean right Kind of, I guess. But you never know they're going to work 100%. Right. And so she, of course, she's like selling herself. She's like, listen, we can pick whatever day works for you. Whatever works around your schedule, we can have my baby when it's free for you. And of course, like, I'm like, of course, this is going to be the one baby. Right, like, right. I'm not obviously hoping for that. But, you know. Right. Like, what what if it, it like, doesn't How happen? many times are you going to do this before your luck runs out? Right, right. right. And so I'm like, so we, the whole pregnancy, we kind of talked or the whole like last because she um, came later to care. We had talked about, um, like, do you want to go into labor on your own? Like, maybe you... And so she kind of considered that. But I think the idea of just kind of being alone, you know, because she her water had broken and it was 45 minutes from one of her births. So I think the idea of just, like, being alone with her kids, you know, what if her husband wasn't there, whatever. Um, so she went back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. But the other thing is she labors at night from like 32 weeks on. So she might have five hours of like contractions every three minutes that really do last like 45 seconds and she doesn't sleep. And this starts like in her second trimester and goes until she has her baby, which is how she dilates. Yeah. Too, whatever. Um, so we did, you know, she was like seven well, the first time we checked, she was only like four to five and that was at like 36 plus. And I was like, I really feel like we could hold off. And so we did. And then um, the second time she was like seven to eight, <laughs> at like 38 plus. And so I was like, listen, it, it is what it is. You just tell me what you want to do. I don't care. You can go into labor on your own. And- is, the, is the baby low at that point? Oh, Are they yes. Like, okay. Oh, yeah. And so that's the scary thing, too, is that. For someone who doesn't want to have an unassisted birth, if she were to just go into right. labor on her own, she's probably just going to push her kid out right. by and, herself. And she's like, I recognize that can happen, but in no the end, what, it's... But, huh? Like, that could happen. Like, you might not make it. Well, I guess yeah. if you're if you're going to be there and you're going to stick with her, then it won't happen. Right. So she, we, like, went back and forth. And, and so when I left her house that last time, I was like, listen there's no wrong decisions like you know this works for you for someone else i might be a little iffy but this is all you've ever done and all you've ever known so if you're more comfortable with that we'll pick a day like how about thursday i don't have visits on thursday so it was so weird (laughs) that you were like i'm gonna be at a birth tomorrow like at 10 i'll see it felt so weird and i know that we do have moms that do go to 42 weeks and we do have to say i know if they don't go by this day i have to go meet with them do you know what i mean so it's not like that's completely unheard of, but I've never planned. So she actually allowed herself to go longer than she had ever been pregnant. So in six babies, she went past any other date that she had given birth. And then she was like, how is Thursday still looking for you? <laughs> it was like, looks great. Let's do it. So it was just so cool. Cause she like got her house set up. She has this funny little thing that she always has a shrimp ring. And so the, the second time I went that to her house, awesome. I was like, did you get your shrimp ring? And she goes, no. And I was like, well, no wonder nothing's happening. You gotta get your shrimp ring. So it was just a joke. And then, um, so I was able to have Katie like come and meet when me. When she visualizes her cervix dilating, does she imagine it's a shrimp ring? I did not ask that question for several reasons. Man, I wish I was at this birth. I freaking love cocktail shrimp. I was just thinking, I was like, man, just is number one reason why she said she missed that birth. Cocktail shrimp. shrimp. So yeah. it was just really cool because it was just so funny though because um, Katie and I were there and she like i don't know if katie and i were just 
in a different mindset because this was so different for us to like, she was not in labor. She was not in labor and we were probably going to have a baby in a couple of hours. It was just, it was weird. So she, we would like do something and then she would go, well, what if I did this? And I'm like, why did you hire us? Like, we couldn't break her damn water. It just wasn't happening. Oh, wait, you didn't break her water? We did. Oh, but because she story. wasn't in labor and it was just so weird because she was like eight centimeters, but the, but she, but it was so weird. It was like a non labory eight centimeter cervix. Right. Do you know what I mean? Uh, Even the water bag didn't feel not bulgy or anything. Cause she I wasn't having contractions. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. So she was, she was, she was having some, but when we got there, they stopped. Okay. So we just gave her some time with us there and she was like, this is ridiculous. Just break my water. I'm done. Cause we gave her like an hour and a half or something. Um, and everything stopped. So she, um, Katie's trying to bring water. She was like, I just, I don't know why this isn't working. And I'm like, I, I don't know. Like if you're not doing it, maybe I can't. So then I try, she goes, well, what if I push a little bit? Would that, would that help bring the bag down? And I was like, I'm, I'm going to go hang my head in shame that I didn't say that before you. I don't. Yes. Yes, it would. That would be great. That would be fantastic. Thank you. So it doesn't work. This is Katie, like as Katie. And we just, she couldn't do it. So then I was trying and trying and I was like, I don't understand why I cannot break this water bag. This has never happened before. And, and then she JV goes. was like, I have a different story. Right. Exactly. And then she goes, oh, well, it's broken. And I was like, what? How and, do you know? And then I like did, I just pushed my hand down a little and it started to come out. And I'm like, are you? Listen, I'm leaving. How yeah. did she know? You guys, I don't know. Maybe she was like, oh, I'm She could feel it. Oh, myself. she said she could feel it, but she could feel it before I saw anything. Yeah, and I weird. didn't feel anything. And so we were like, Katie goes, I swear we know what we're doing. <laughs> like, we, I said, I'm just going to go to my car. And when the baby's born, just let me know. I and feel like the great. theme of the birth series always has been like, I swear we know what we do with our jobs. Yeah, I swear we know. So it was just from then, it did take about an hour for contractions to kick in. Um, So we just like left her be. She was with her husband. Her husband was in and out of the room and she just doing her own thing, just walking around, just, you know, piddling around in her room and whatever. But when she started pushing, it was definitely more than I expected. It was more pushing effort than you would expect for a six-time mom. And also... Does she have bigger babies? She does have bigger babies. Not great, position um i thought that baby was posterior but even still six baby yeah right so even in my mind the baby would have to be a pound more than her last one for it to really make that much of a difference but she was working really hard and when the baby came out the baby like um katie said the baby was not posterior like the head was in the right but also was asynclitic mm-hmm. so the baby ended up not only being post posterior but there was a hand that oh, was wow. up too so there was like nuchal hand nuchal cord weird asynclitic position and then um after the baby came out i could tell the baby had been posterior because of the um coronal suture was like over overlapping overlapping so i was like oh my gosh the baby was definitely posterior she goes oh that baby court like the baby turned on its way out she could feel the baby like coming down and completely rotating before it. and i was like how did you do that so it was just crazy because she had never worked that hard not ever to push out a baby um and it was just like super intense but she was like such a badass um but it was just so weird because I was like, well, we came, we pretended <laughs> to break water, we left. Like, yeah. That's we, it. We came, we saw, we conquered. Yes. And it was just, but, it was amazing. And then she got her, uh, her shrimp ring. But it like, it goes to show, like, even with what we're doing, like, usually we have kind of like a thing that we do, but listening to people yes, and knowing what their stories are and what they need, because right. I also have a, a person who like literally her water breaks and her baby comes out 20 minutes later and she's pregnant again. And she said this time she was like, cause the last two times they broke her water and the baby came out 20 minutes later. And she said, maybe this time I'll just wait till my, my water breaks. And I'm like, that's a terrible idea. Yeah. yeah. That's not going to happen. Maybe. I've, or. I've seen what happens in the 20 minutes after your water or. breaks. That sounds horrific. Yeah. Please don't do that. So, so it's about like, 
listening to what people want, which I guess I wasn't listening to what she wanted. But some people, that is what their story is and what their birth is. Well, I was thinking, yeah. like you would have met her wherever she was at, but you're like, yeah, that's not what I would do. But I got you. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's it's just it was so funny to be in the opposite end. Yeah. Like this is not what I would typically do, but also consent and making decisions um, are what we do. So. Exactly. And we always yeah. say we're always learning. Yeah. Everyone has something to teach us. So I don't know how to break water. So I got to learn that one day. Really not. I don't know. I don't. I wouldn't say that I'm very good at it either because I don't do it that often. But it's been fun to see you do it more often because it's like a cool I've only tool. Had it's a cool resource. One other time, and I scratched the heck out of the I baby's head. I was head. thinking that I was like, I'm always just so scared. I'm just well, if the water yeah. bag is really tight on the baby's head, it, you know, it's right. But it's you know, easy. because of her brilliant, maybe if I push, the bag will come down. Yeah, <laughs> she basically. <laughs> She basically needs to go become a midwife and then she's going to yes. put us out of a job because she's better than we are. She managed, yes. her, she managed her own birth. She's like, duh, guys. Jeez, come <laughs> on. But yeah, that was it was just really awesome. And it was in the middle of the day and it was just like this. You I remember had you text me that you're going home. I was like, oh, that's so nice. You had a full night of You got sleep. to choose to have a daytime birth. That's yes. awesome. It was just like a fun, refreshing. And of course, she was so like kind and like, well, did you sleep? Like, did you have, did your mom, other mom have her baby? Like, she was really trying yeah. to nail it right in the middle. She's like, how, like, how are you feeling today? It's right. a good day. Are you tired today? <laughs> Let me tell you how to do did things. Did you eat a good breakfast? <laughs> no, and also I'll take care of you while I have my baby. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, she was amazing. So on that note, it's actually time for us to close out our episode. I have to go drive 45 minutes to an appointment. Oh, I um, yeah. I have to go make dinner. You have to go to gymnastics, gymnastics class. class. Maybe I actually, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I guess what I want to say again to all of our people listening and our patrons, like thank you for your patience again that you've had during this tremendous time Hope of transition. transition. We Hopefully are we post pictures of all we've been doing. It'll be worth it. Yeah. We I posted one of our little entryway. We are going to get through this crazy time and we're going to be back up and running and having a good routine. But right now it's, <laughs> Have we ever had a good routine? We'll be functioning. We'll be functioning. We'll be we'll be surviving. We'll be functioning. We'll be functioning better than we are right at this moment. Yeah, I make no promises. So the only other thing we have to say is cheers. Cheers. Oh, plastic. plastic.